You are listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Each week, I will be diving deep into a brand new topic, sharing thoughts, research, and opinions that are bound to get me in trouble. So sit back, get stoned, and enjoy. What is up, everybody? It is episode 25 of the podcast. That's a quarter of a hundred or half of 50 or um, uh, an eighth of 200 or, um, you know, five episodes, five times, all kinds of crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a fucking goofy mood today. Um, I'm excited to do the podcast. If you cannot tell, this episode is going to be um, a piggyback off of last week's episode. Last week was fake horror. We talked about horror movies and um, fictional horror. This week, we're going to get a little more dirty, a little bit more real. Talk about real horror, scary shit. That has absolutely happened in real life. And it's going to get, I mean, we're, it, you know, we're not going to talk about a lot of specific stuff. But with that being said, obviously, trigger warning right now, we are going to talk about real life stories of um, murder. I'm not you know, I, we're not going to talk about sexual assault too much, but it could possibly come up. So, um, you know, with that being said, please use your discretion. Um, only other thing I have to say is if you want to get stoned with me, please do. This is a sesh podcast. I say it all the time. So get stoned with me. Let's talk about some spooky ass shit. I'm going to take a super quick break to take a big dab because I don't want to (laughs) be, it would not be very entertaining to listen to me take a dab. So I'm going to go do it off off mic, and we're going to be getting this shit started. So I'll be right back. All right, we are back, <clears throat> and we're getting into it. So real-life horror is obviously a lot scarier um, than fictional horror for obvious reasons. I mean, the really scary shit happens, and it could happen to me. It could happen to you. It's, like, objectively horrifying. <laughs> But it is also still really interesting and still something that um, a lot of people are interested in because it's very psychologically, you know, intriguing. So, you know, first first things first, I'm not going to talk about any real specific cases in depth. I'm not going to, like, do a, a podcast episode about one case because that's not what my podcast is about. If you want to listen to podcasts about stuff like that, strongly recommend um, Bad Magic Productions. They have several different podcasts, but if you like fictional horror and scary stories, then I strongly recommend Scared to Death. If you like real horror and more conspiracy stuff, I recommend Time Suck. Time Suck is a lot less of a scary story podcast. It's more about... um, research and really, really in-depth storytelling and like researching one specific topic. So like Atlantis, um, he does a lot of cults. He does a lot. There is um, some certain scary stuff like the Amityville horror, stuff like that is in there. So I strongly recommend both of those podcasts. Also, if you don't listen to And That's Why We Drink, And That's Why We Drink literally does one paranormal story and one true crime story. So it's very similar to the fictional versus real horror type of dichotomy. So both of those resources would be fantastic for stuff like that. 
but my my you know i i just want to give more of an overarching idea of it all so as of you know as of right now i haven't done a ton of in-depth research but i've always been surrounded surrounding myself and doing a lot of very or like watching scary stuff and another recommendation would be that chapter on youtube it is this um this guy who just has this delightful attitude about everything and he goes through a case from you know the night that or the day that it happened all the way through the jury trial and through um you know how, just the whole story and everything is really interesting and he gets a hold of like uh jury footage he gets a hold of like not interrogation but like questioning footage so it's really really interesting to see that that's where a lot of uh a lot of smaller cases can be found that still are really crazy and really interesting to watch so if you've already heard of like me i've seen and heard of all the big cases john benet ramsey you know all this big crazy stuff i've heard 100 episodes podcast episodes about it but if you go to that chapter on youtube you will find a hundred like he has so many videos hundreds of videos just about random cases and it's so in-depth and really interesting so strongly recommend that as well anyway <laughs> real life is obviously really scary and people's brains and psychology is something that nobody truly understands that's just a fact like nobody even the smartest psychologist brain expert in the world does not understand the mind and the human you know what i mean the, the human mind so it's really interesting when crazy shit happens and what causes that and what what's going on inside someone's brain that makes them want to commit these certain acts, these atrocities of not just murder, but violence and hate and destruction and just terror, you know, just terrifying someone for the sake of scaring them. Stuff like that happens. And it's really it's scary, but it's also really interesting from an objective point of view. Why is this happening? Why does that idea come into someone's brain and make them think that this is what they need to be doing? It's real. It's real life. So it's like, I don't know. It's kind of insane. Oh, my God. My dog is drinking water. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. But it's just insane because it's very real. And, you know, a, somebody who has the ability or is capable of killing, right, that could mean so many things. And the scope of real life crime can mean so many things. So people from all walks of life can commit crime. People from all walks of life can do horrendous things for all kinds of reasons, right? Motivation is all over the place money greed you know is a big one passion love or just straight up it, i have an imbalance in my brain that tells me that this is what i need to do and it's the only thing that can satisfy me right that happens i haven't done a lot of research about colorado but i know in new mexico there are 
two like n- notable serial killers. There is the toy box killer who kept his victim essentially in a chest under his bed, the size of like a kid's toy box, right? It was basically like a tiny, a, a coffin that he kept his victim in and he only took her out to abuse her basically. And that kind of shit happens. <laughs> it's not, you know, common, thankfully, but that kind of stuff happens. And it really intrigues me as to like, what is going on in this person's brain, this piece of shit that thinks it's okay to do X, Y, and Z. And even if they don't, even if they know it's not right, what is driving somebody to do this? And, you know, a lot of what I'm saying here in this, in the real horror, horror, horror section is the study that is being implemented in fictional horror. It's about picking the brain, right? It's all about playing with, okay, well, if somebody's capable of X, Y, and Z, which we've seen, we have factual evidence that somebody is capable of killing their whole family and blaming it on a demon possession. That happened. <laughs> it's called the devil made me do it murder. Like, look it up. It's it's a thing. He didn't kill his whole family. He only killed one person. But that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? We know that that has happened in the past. So when you are writing a fictional script, you can run so far into the fictional realm because the factual realm is already so vast and so large. And it gives you so many things to play with. So... Yeah, I mean, like, the short story, The Most Dangerous Game, about this super rich guy hunting people for sport. (laughs) That sounds absolutely insane, but if you really think about it, it's not the most out there concept. (laughs) It could happen. It really could. Because we have seen smaller scale versions of such a thing happening. And then the purge, you know, the purge would just be like a step past that, you know, just implementing a governmental thing. That's all it takes to make that that something that's real. That's very real. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't have as much to say about real horror because it's like, what do you say without getting into the nitty gritty cults? Cults are very scary and very real and brainwashing is so real. Um, you know, all the research I do with, especially with my real true crime stuff, it, it always has to have an air of respect for, for these victims, because that's, that's the biggest thing that differentiates real horror from fake horror is that real horror affects people in a real way. And it, there are victims and that, you know what I mean? That doesn't go away when you walk out of a movie theater. That's that's a very real thing that happens in somebody's life. And it changes somebody's life or takes somebody's life forever. So the true crime and the real realm of all of this stuff, yes, we can enjoy it. And yes, we can research it. And obviously, there's never not going to be a huge fandom around the true crime community and real scary stuff because you know, scary stuff is great. We love, (laughs) we love scary stuff because it's, it's a human emotion just like any other. 
but there has to be a level of respect for victims who never wanted to be a part of such a an atrocity, right? Who never signed a way or like uh, got a check for acting in this atrocity because they didn't act. They actually got hurt and got, you know, whatever. So that's a, a really, really big difference that needs to be taken into account when doing like podcasts and stuff like that is there are real victims who have to be respected and held in the highest regard, even in situations where like a whole cult gets killed or most of them, you know, choose to, to take their own life. That's still a horrible atrocity that could have been avoided and all those lives could have been saved if X, Y, and Z never happened. So that we can study X, Y, and Z, but we still have to hold that space for those victims. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take a super quick break, take another dab, and we're going to get back into it and wrap it up in just a second. Also, if you want to sponsor the podcast, just reach out to me, Production at gmail.com is also at the end of the podcast, I think. But contact me. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sure you know me and you know how to contact me. If you want to sponsor the podcast, please do. And this is exactly where your little sponsorship would go. I'll talk all about how great you or your product is. Fantastic. Okay, be right back. All right, we are back. And to round it out, I just want to end with a little bit more of a serious note. Like I said earlier, the big difference between fictional horror and real horror is that real horror has victims. And um, there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to say gets like glamorized because I don't think it's getting glamorized at all. But I think that true crime and crime in general and, and loss of life can seem like an alternative kind of, I don't know, thing. But it needs to be held with respect and, um, you know, stuff like the Armenian genocide and the, obviously the Holocaust, the Rwandan genocide. I mean, the bombing of Nagasaki and Hiroshima, like acts of war, a lot of stuff like this. It's, it's, it's their atrocities. You know what I mean? And, they, uh, there's a, a lot of psychology that goes into why things like this happen. But as long as the number one respect and the number one thought is in honoring the victims, that's where you can, you know, go from there. So, you know, with respect to the millions and millions and millions of lives lost to hate and destruction and war and all that shit, it's interesting to learn about objectively and it is especially to me it it it's something that i am passionate about i really like learning about it and and knowing new things and thinking about motivation for certain things and how stuff escalates to a certain level where where there is loss of life or something like that going on so get some pepper spray or some brass knuckles, protect yourself, you know what I mean? 
trans people are still right now getting murdered across the United States, your neighbors. So we need to protect our trans and our black and our queer POC family from real life horror. Can I get an amen? And I don't know. You can enjoy learning about stuff, and I definitely do. And I love a documentary about <laughs> a whole bunch of shit, but people's lives getting destroyed is a very real thing, and that needs to be acknowledged. You know what I mean? So there, that's me acknowledging it. There you go. <laughs> but I think that's about all I've got on this episode i know i was a little bit more excited for the fictional horror because that's where my that's where i live <laughs> but still very interesting still very real i mean definitely very real but very interesting indeed you know serial killers like john wayne gacy and fucking ted bundy and i like so many i could go on and on and on Eileen Warnos, I mean, so many people with interesting pasts and strange psychological experiences, and there are X, Y, and Z, like, explanations for certain things. I mean, obviously not everything, but for certain things, like, it can be like, this person literally had a head injury, and ever since that happened, they became violent and became different and hatred charged and stuff like that. That happens, and that's, you know, interesting to learn about. You know, with that being said, stay away from Chicago, Milwaukee area, because <laughs> that's where all the fucking serial killers are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of active serial killers right now as it lies today. But I feel like, you know, there's got to be some at, at, uh, at any given point in time. So, um, oh, here we go. I, I just looked it up. So, in 2015, there was 43 active serial killers in the United States. As of 2019, there was only two active serial killers in the United States. So, the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really believe that. <laughs> but I cannot find a number. So, I mean, you know, there are still active serial killers in the world and killers you could you know people are statistically most likely to be killed by somebody that they know so keep your eye out you know only trust the people that you really trust don't trust straight white men just in general that's a good point of uh preference or reference i mean anyway i'm just rambling at this point that's that's my mini series about horror i'm obviously going to come back to horror at some point in the future it will most likely be a little bit more of a fictional horror aspect but still fun to talk about so that's gonna be it i hope to see y'all next week and i hope you got stoned with me that that's all i got for you <laughs> see you later Bye bye Thank you for listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Our cover art is by John Clifton. 
for all other social media, you can find me at Ryan underscore stoned. And if you click the link in my bio, you can also find show merch. Make sure to tune in next Thursday to get stoned all over again.